Last year, more than 700,000 people were hospitalized and over 60,000 people died from influenza in the United States. Protect yourself and those around you by getting vaccinated. It's even more important this year with COVID-19 and influenza circulating at the same time. It's Tuesday, September 1st, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Josh Anderson. Influenza reports from the Southern Hemisphere are showing numbers lower than usual. Physical distancing, mask wearing, and hand washing are contributors to limiting the spread of infection. I virtually sat down with Don Nolt and Andrea Dayot to learn about our upcoming influenza season and what you can do to stay safe. Don, Andrea, thank you both for joining me today on OHSU Week. Let's get started by sharing your roles and what you do at OHSU. Thanks, Josh. This is Dawn Nolt. I'm a pediatric infectious diseases physician. I'm the pediatric medical director for infection prevention and control here at OHSU. And hi, Josh and Dawn. I'm Andrea Dayot, and I'm an occupational health nurse here at OHSU. Great, thank you. So, Dawn, let's get started with you. What do we know about this year's influenza season? Josh, we can get a preview about what to expect with our influenza season here in the Northern Hemisphere by seeing what's actually been happening in the Southern Hemisphere because the flu season in the Southern Hemisphere is actually occurring right now. So what's being reported in places like Australia and South America and South Africa is that the flu season has had very few cases. Now we know that flu season varies from year to year, but this is really a low number. And it's likely because the measures being taken to prevent COVID-19 in those areas, such as washing your hands and wearing masks and physical distancing, these measures are likely contributing to the low influenza numbers. But I do wanna caution that even though we may think we have a mild flu season here in the Northern Hemisphere because of what's going down in the Southern Hemisphere, we need to really make sure we continue our infection control measures. That is reassuring news. (laughs) Uh, But what do you think is going to happen this year with influenza and then COVID? Well, that's a great question. And I wish I had a crystal ball to tell you the future. But it's really not possible to say with certainty what's going to happen in the fall and the winter. The CDC believes that uh, flu viruses and the virus that causes COVID-19 will both be circulating and spreading at the same time. Some of the symptoms of influenza and COVID-19 are really similar, and it's going to be hard to tell the difference between them based on symptoms alone. So if you receive the influenza vaccine, that's going to be one less concern that flu is causing your cold symptoms. It's a great way to just rule one more thing out. That's right. So, Andrea, is it more important to get vaccinated this year? Uh, Certainly, Josh. Uh, Flu vaccines are really a safe and effective way to protect yourself and everyone around you against the flu. And flu can be a serious disease in itself, and we should take advantage of this life-saving resource. Um, Last year, uh, we had a pretty significant flu season here in the U.S. with millions of flu illnesses and medical visits. Um, It is always highly important to get a flu vaccine year after year, but it is especially critical this year in the era of COVID-19. The flu vaccine will actually take on new roles this year um, of not only protecting us against the devastating impact of flu, it will help prevent potential co-infection with COVID-19 and minimize the burden on our healthcare system. 
Um, and even though the flu vaccine may not give 100% protection, it reduces your risk of getting the flu, and it does reduce the duration and severity of illness and prevent severe complications if you do end up getting the flu. So, Andrew, are you saying that everybody should get vaccinated? Yeah, um, annual flu vaccination is recommended for everyone six months of age and older with very rare exceptions. It is especially important for those who are at higher risk for COVID-19 and flu complications, such as those with underlying medical conditions, um, immune compromise, uh, those who are pregnant, um, adults 65 and older, young children, um, certain ethnic groups, especially those who are disproportionately affected by COVID-19, um, and of course, our essential workers and healthcare workers. Here at OHSU, we have three flu vaccine options this year. We have the standard dose uh, flu shot for those six months and older. We have the high dose uh, flu shot for those 65 and older, and we have some doses of the egg-free flu vaccine as well. And they are all inactivated, uh, meaning there are no live viruses in them. So you cannot get the flu from the flu shot. Um, I'd like to point out that the CDC does not have a preferential recommendation for one flu vaccine over another uh, for any population. And Andrea, who benefits from the high dose option? Um, well, Josh, the high dose flu vaccine is indicated for those who are 65 and older. Um, the, it contains four times more flu antigen than a standard dose flu shot um, to help trigger a better immune response and protection for this age group. And as a matter of fact, this year, um, there has been a change in the high dose uh, formulation for it to include an additional strain. Um, so it is now a quadrivalent vaccine versus the uh, usual trivalent. And there's actually a study that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine that indicates that a high dose vaccine was 24.2% more effective in preventing flu in adults 65 and older compared to the standard dose. So this year at OHSU, we have made an effort to make the high dose vaccine more accessible for our staff who meet this um, criteria. Um, they can get it through any of our occupational health flu clinics, uh, but also through their event managers. Um, they can also get it through their local pharmacy. And I would encourage that anyone with an OHSU badge um, to get a free flu vaccine through our OHSU flu clinics this year. So, Andrea, you mentioned there's a lot of opportunity to get vaccinated on campus. Um, what about those of us who are working from home? We have seen that there has been an increase in flu vaccine uptake in other countries um, who are actively in their flu season, um, despite the stay-at-home orders. And we would encourage um, our staff members here as well to um, get uh, make an effort to get a flu vaccine. It's definitely still worthwhile, even if we are asking you to um, work remote or stay at home as much as possible, there should be an effort to go out and get a flu vaccine this year to protect uh, yourselves and your family and everyone around you. Are there any guidelines on when you should get a flu shot this year? Yes, um, the CDC does recommend that um, we get a flu vaccine as soon as they're available this year and not wait until later in the season. Um, ideally, we should be vaccinated by the end of October. They do say that September and October are good times to get vaccinated. The, another thing to consider is that the flu vaccine does take two weeks to become effective. So it's very important to get vaccinated well before the virus circulates in the community. So why do you have to get vaccinated every year? You know, Josh, um, the reason why we have to get vaccinated each year tedious as it is, is because flu virus changes. It's continually changing. And so there are many different viruses out there. And 
The composition of the US flu vaccine is reviewed annually and it's updated as needed based on what's circulating in the Southern hemisphere and what we anticipate to be circulating in the United States. And um, as a matter of fact, Josh, uh, the US is preparing for an increase in demand for the flu vaccine this year. Um, a record number of vaccine doses were produced, up to 198 million doses, compared to last year's 175 million to meet this anticipated demand. Why is there a higher demand this year? Yeah, I think that um, people are really getting the message, Josh. Um, they don't want flu and COVID-19 this year, and we want to take flu off the table as much as possible. Um, because, as you pointed out, this is one less um, thing to worry about this year with everything going on in this pandemic. So, Josh, I think it's important to realize that even though we're taking all these measures for COVID, doing something to prevent influenza is really not separate from the COVID precautions. So we should think about it all as part of our like protection, part of the, our arsenal to prevent um, and mitigate respiratory viruses in this upcoming season is that we want to do all we can to prevent respiratory viruses. That includes hand washing, mask wearing, physical distancing, and um, getting a flu shot. All of that together should be regarded as a large strategy to reduce respiratory viral infection this coming winter. You know, that's a really great point, Don. And, and Andrea, do you have any more reminders uh, for people to help keep themselves safe? Like Don mentioned, fortunately, over the last six months, we have really elevated our infection control practices. And um, there is a good chance that these practices will help limit the spread of the flu. However, it's important to remember that these are not a substitute for getting vaccinated um, and that getting the flu vaccine is still the best way to prevent the flu. But continuing our safe practices, such as monitoring for symptoms, not coming to work sick, and just Staying healthy and doing um, self-care for sure will all help in keeping our community, um, our patients safe and healthy during this flu season. Don, Andrea, thank you both for joining me on OHSU Week. Thank you very much for having Thanks. us. Gosh. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by me. I'm Josh Anderson. Thanks for joining us.